and a half years since Mind Podcast started. We could not have reached here without your support. Thank you. If you like new voices, fresh voices, and irreverent voices, do support Mind Podcast. Click on the pinned tweet on MindMakers or visit mind.net. Thank you. everybody welcome to mind podcast um 141 um for the week of uh, what is this week november 2nd november 4th yeah, november 4th. uh this is adit kapadia and together with me sunanda vashisht how are you doing sunanda good how are you adit pretty good just hanging in there <laughs> uh and uh we have great pleasure introducing our uh, guest for this week's podcast it's uh, nupur sharma who goes by her more popular uh, twitter id of ansaral desi she is a author columnist and um writes for various portals uh, uh, contributes uh, her uh, article a little article on shalini singh i mean i know nupur you've written articles after that but i specifically wanted to m- mention the article on shalini that went viral and it was very well written and uh, is very active on social media so welcome to mind podcast nupur thanks adit i'm so glad you could uh, invite me and i could speak to you on your podcast nupur your writing is quite subtle why are you on subtle <laughs> because i think um, every medium has its uh, tone and tenor that you should maintain Yeah. I think uh, Twitter, when you need to wrap up in one forty characters, if you're subtle, it gets lost in translation. Yeah. <laughs> but when you have, <laughs> but when you have two thousand words, two thousand five hundred words to play around with, mm-hmm. it's better to be subtle because it also stays on record. Tweets are transient, you know. People forget in fifteen minutes flat. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We used to say, I used to say that uh, tweets are like, um, you know, um, railway station. Pe once you stand on the railway station, the train stops at some station, and you go and you meet the chaiwala, you meet somebody else, mm. and uh, for that fifteen minutes, and then you take the train again and take mm. to another station. <laughs> that's that's exactly how Twitter works. Uh, in a tweet, know? if you don't uh, really, uh, uh, you know, shock them with uh, blatant. Uh, wording it doesn't really make a difference, you know. Nobody would really uh, think about what you're writing. Yeah, mm. yeah. But if you're taking time out to write two thousand words, I think you can be successful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, I mean, it gives you a lot more time to set up and frame your argument. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Although we do need um, Twitter to entice people to read our two thousand word pieces. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I mean, let's yeah. face it. When we plug our two thousand word pieces, we take out the one dhamaka line and tweet it yeah. <laughs> from the pieces. So yeah, we do need Twitter to entice people. That's for sure to yeah. get them to read anything. Indeed, this thing. So uh, and uh, you just have to be really blatant and uh, out there, and you need to tell them that you know this is the only thing that you need to read today. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's what works. So, so I'm. I must clarify that uh, when it comes to Twitter, me, Nupur, and Sunanda, we do our own tweeting. We don't have our dogs doing our tweeting. So I, I just, <laughs> I just. I mean, my it, dog. Sorry? So, so no no sorry go on. no I was like I just wanted to clarify there in case people are wondering <laughs> I mean we make sense no ah. uh, <laughs> no question so I think that would be uh, uh, you know a decent assumption because uh, dogs tweeting I mean, we know the products that 
What happens when dogs tweet? No, I wanted to. Uh, the, the, the reason we made this joke is because there was this funny instance when Rahul Gandhi uh, uh, did um, did a video of his dog Piddi saying that Piddi talks yeah. or something. I don't know. No, he was just trying to be clever and a half. He said, you know, everyone unlike is unlike himself. You mean. Unlike himself, huh. and because unlike he has himself. had a Twitter makeover, and I'm calling it a Twitter makeover because the real makeover is yet to be seen. I haven't seen any makeover in real life, but yeah. there is this Twitter makeover where he is. He actually believes us that when he, um, mm. uh, you know, tweets Dushant's lines, you know, the nee. poet Dushant's lines or uh, anything like that, you know, something mm. um, as as subtle as that, quote unquote. But um, I think he was just trying to, you know, be clever and have. Oh, I don't. Myself, no, but I have to tweets. tell you this, and I'm coming to you, Nupur, in just a second. But that when you talk about, uh, you know, Rahul Gandhi, uh, Rahul Gandhi tweeting, and you know, Dushant Kumar wali line, he has to back it up with what he says, right? Do on ground, think? he has on to ground. back it up on and ground. It is so obvious that he's not doing his own tweeting and stuff. And I cannot take him seriously unless he is there. He, uh, you know, uh, I see him in an interview. I see him in some unrehearsed. position or unrehearsed place ha nahi jab is unrehearsed position you saw no on uh, times now's interview <laughs> women empowerment he stuck to that no and and uh, <laughs> before coming to nupur i have to tell you one thing the other place where we have seen a change in makeover is the ndtv op-ed pages because first there used to be journalists who would write on whom the prime minister follows now they write about how many retweets rahul gandhi gets <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, you know i think one of the twitter users i forget his name He put out this series of tweets comparing how they're trying to repackage Rahul Gandhi with how they tried to package either a Justin Trudeau or a, a Putin during the election. Mm. So I think he's trying to be very cool. He's trying to connect with the young crowd, you know, youth. Yeah. Uh, he keeps saying youth empowerment and all of that. So he's mm. trying to do that. Mm. But I think he misses the point that the uh, you know the what. What Americans or Canadians want, and what Indians want, and how we should connect to Indians, hmm. extremely different. Hmm. So I don't think uh, you know a lady sitting in some village is going to care that he has a really cute dog who can balance a biscuit on his snout. No, I, so I think the packaging is really silly in itself, and it won't uh, translate to. No, and, and this is something I was talking to Sunanda about today. Uh, because Trudeau, and I mean, we all know how what what's happening with that train. But the reason why probably Trudeau worked in Canada also because he was a quote unquote untested uh, thing, and he had his. Uh, as much as i hate to say it we all hate dynastic politics but he he did have his father's legacy and stuff like that yahan pe rahul has 10 years of terrible legacy that his mother said in a very probably in india one of india's most corrupt government and complete incompetence on rahul's part or the lack of leadership so rahul is a known entity he's not an unknown entity like trudeau exactly. was in canada so that also why rahul has been has always assumed that the citizenry are stupid <laughs> I think their basic campaign has been fashioned around the assumption that people have a very short-lived memory, hmm. and they're not going to remember what all has happened in the past few years, hmm. and what all the Congress Party has done and the family has done. Hmm. So they've always assumed that people are silly and stupid, and they won't remember or they won't care. Correct. Yeah. I think things have changed, and they fail to realize the change. Now they fail to realize that people are actually more politically aware. Correct. So perhaps this is not going to work. 
but do you see a change do you see a change in strategy in um, from congress for good or bad is not the point but do you see a change do you see they are getting serious because in 2015 you would almost think that they had given up they had given up hope do you think they are nurturing some hope or uh, they are taking their um, work seriously no, of course they nurture hope i mean uh, they don't know how to be out of power mm-hmm. and every time they are out of power they are the most disruptive force in the country mm-hmm. uh, but so of course they are nurturing hope but i think that hope is unfounded because they don't have a product to sell Mm-hmm. So you know, a marketer always wants to sell the product, mm-hmm. and they try with uh, uh, you know unsubtle ads and you know uh, things like that. But at the end of the day, the product is bad; it's not going to sell. No. And that's no. what's happening with Congress. So I actually they're so hung up on the family that they're not going to really project anybody else. Yeah, and I I, I actually wrote a piece. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago or a year ago. I don't remember. It said wanted an oppon an opponent for Narendra Modi because every six months they come up with a new opponent for Narendra Modi. It was Kejriwal, then Rahul, then beach me to Hardik Patel ko bhi khada kar diya tha. Mm. I mean, you know, every six months there is some new character. Uh, who knows? Next opponent might be Kamal Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most viable opponent was Nitish Kumar. उसकी नई मूवी में ही जस्ट प्ले मोदी बिकॉज एनी वेज ही प्लेस टेन फिफ्टीन रोल्स इन मूवी So that will be no, but coming back to Congress, coming back to where we started, uh, yeah. people. My my position on this, these whole um, uh, you know packaging of forty fourth and forty sixth time that we are doing new and improved Rahul Gandhi, like a toothpaste. He gets no, but is he improved? No, no. I said in quotes. Yeah. So like toothpaste, he gets um, you know how the toothpaste, how Colgate toothpaste. So there is new and improved, and then oh, there is because you can't put is, it back in the tube. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so, there is brightness um thing or whatever so no my problem is that he has been an mp for more than a decade now what does he have to show for himself absolutely nothing and uh, if my political sense uh, backs me i don't think he fight uh, 2019 uh, from amethi at all yeah What I find, what I find, and this is this sense of entitlement that I find in this Gandhi family is that I have seen the most corrupt politicians in Upur, and yet they have worked on their own constituencies. So yeah. there is a Mr. Pawar who has worked very hard on Baramati. Yeah. So um, yeah. you know, um, uh, corruption and everything um, aside, they have worked on their constituency. So there are other, there are people like that. Yeah. But Rahul Gandhi is so entitled, is such an entitled brat that he does not feel the need to work on Amiti at all. Uh, so and and it's very fascinating. You said that you might he might not even win Amiti. You think Smriti Rani could actually wrest that constituency from him? I think she could because uh, she has been working even when Rahul hasn't. Oh. After 2014, she's been working in Amethi, and Rahul hasn't very clearly. Oh. Oh. So I think they are going to sniff defeat, oh. and Rahul might not contest from Amethi at all. 
I think he'll go down south hmm. and probably contest from uh, one of the southern uh, areas hmm. because that's where uh, uh, you know that's where they seem to be having some sort of a hold still. Hmm. But uh, he will not even contest from Amiti because they want to protect their you know baby prince under hmm. all circumstances and. They, I'm sure, know that he's not going to win a meeting in 2019. So I don't think he'll contest at all. So I do think uh, I think Smriti Rani does have a legitimate chance in Amethi because uh, I think she brought the deficit down to less than one lakh votes, and that's in Amethi uh, they would win by huge margins. And she was nominated at the last moment. She yes, had barely she had barely had any time. Barely had any time to. Um, so I think I think um, they, he might still fight from Amethi, but I think he's going to fight elections from two seats because uh, one from the what Sonia did in 1999, where she fought from Bellary. Bellary yeah. At that time, also if you remember, Sushma Swaraj was nominated in the last time in Bellary and she gave a Her fight to the finish. I yes. mean, margin and then that resulted in capturing the seat. Sushma so what Swaraj used to give speeches in fluent Kannada. <laughs> I mean, she's... Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that's not even an option with Rahul Gandhi. That's not even an option. Because soul can't even get Hindi right. Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so learning a third language will be too much pressure for his I think if if Rahul Gandhi was going to con- uh, contest from Bellary, uh, Bellary, मुझे लगता है वो कराट का नहीं हुआ था बेचारे translator के साथ ऐसा ही कुछ होगा. I don't know if you saw the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But I still think that if there is the slightest chance of Rahul losing Amethi, Congress hmm. will not let him contest from Amethi. Yeah. Hmm. So they can't afford. You know, they, if he loses Amethi. Hmm. Abhi, right now, they still have that one line of argument that he's been an MP for so long. He's won Amethi. That's the one thing that Rahul Gandhi has actually won. Hmm. Interesting. If there's the slightest chance of that being the way from him, I think they're going to run. And they will not fight from Amethi. Interesting, yeah. interesting. So that that's 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 an interesting point on the Rahul Gandhi debate. I want to uh, go forward and take this political debate to also talk a little bit about the Gujarat elections in the next part, and then we'll also talk about the current uh, current affairs issues about uh, Kamal Hassan saying that suddenly finding the existence of Hindu terror and uh, things like that in the next part. Just hold your thought for a second. Uh, moving on, I, let's talk about. Uh, for, uh, so initially, I wanted to do the a play on alliteration from Pidvi. Piddi to Padmavati, not, not, uh, 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 not comparing them or anything like that. But both were in the news. But we'll talk about uh, the part of cinema. The uh, we have a lot of actors in the news, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, let Let's talk about the current events happening. Achha, before we go on to anything, some news from United States, and I don't know if you've heard this before. Uh, Donald Trump's Twitter was deactivated. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Twitter is ab- for eleven minutes. Yes, and then they came up with such a lame excuse, and they said that it was done by an employer who was employee employee who was uh, who was it was last Quitting. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was last day. That was uh, clearly that was clearly some nonsense that they were talking. He must have been fired or something. But in the interest of um, transparency, they must let people know you cannot just do things like that. No, and I mean, how, where is this going to end? Like this kind of brings no, me. No, this the- is not going to end anywhere. This is just going to increase the need for another platform which is even better than Twitter and which safeguards your privacy and does not have a mind of its own and does not um, you know have um, you know work on your tweets like they did with Hillary they said that lots of tweets that were against um, Hillary were now that it has come out 
um, were not allowed to be seen. So uh, maybe there is a need for another platform. Uh, but like another, another platform is not going to work. Hmm. See, I think in the US they came up with Gab, hmm. and uh, it didn't really work that well. And here's why: because the moment there's another platform and it's by the right wing, so-called right wing or so-called conservatives, yeah, it's only them who's going to who are going to um, right. you know shift to that other platform. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and yeah. the whole essence of Twitter is you know uh, getting your trolling your opponents or fact-checking your opponents, mm. and you know you need the other side to be present. Absolutely. So a platform like this to work. Uh, yeah, otherwise it will be any other platform, the other side will not shift. I know, and it will be yeah, an echo chamber. And yeah. we'll still be stuck to Twitter, and mm-hmm. we'll still be whining about their censorship. But we'll still stick here. We're yeah. not going anywhere. True, true, true. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, that it's no fun without the debate. Take the debate out of Twitter and it's no outrage. fun. Outrage. Take the outrage out of Twitter. Out, outrage out of Twitter. Outrage. Mm-hmm. There is no debate on Twitter. No de- ah, there is no debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There is only outrage and acronyms if you're following yeah. certain handles. <laughs> Our vice president is still going strong, I hope, on acronyms. acronyms. I can't wait to see a Rajya Sabha session where Venkai Naidu is chairing it. Like the budget session that of uh, the winter session that will come up. Oh, yeah. It will be fascinating. I mean, because wouldn't he he said if you quit Twitter, you will become quitter. Yeah, so he said something. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. Really? Ah, some, I forgot. Some, something I like that. He said. He said. He said that to. No. He said that to Shashi Tharoor many years ago when uh, Shashi Tharoor was the only politician on Twitter. I mean, only known politician on Twitter. So when he when that cons- when that um, scandal it was not really a scandal, but it was just a holy cow a holy cow thing happened, and um, that's when um, uh, he said, you know, what is this Twitter Twitter? One day you'll become a quitter. Yeah, so something like that. <laughs> so I, I have no recollection of this incident at all. Oh no no no! It was a very, huge thing. A huge thing. It just shows how long we've been around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I remember this was uh, Sashita. This was a, no, Sh- it was the first um, Twitter uh, contro- Twitter thing. It was the first bonafide Twitter controversy. Because she said, uh, uh, Tharoor tweeted something about the, we don't travel in cattle class. No no, of- he said something, and uh, Kanchanda was involved in this. They had uh, announced some austerity measures. Um, uh-huh. Congress had. So um, when he was traveling, Kanchanda asked. Shashi Tharoor Twitter those days was a small village I mean we all knew each other and everything so he said um, are you traveling in, um, you know are you traveling uh, business he said no 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 I'm traveling cattle class in solidarity with holy cows and that just became such oh, a huge yeah. thing it was a huge rage it was a huge outrage but and I think anyway, it was raised in the parliament parliament or yeah, yeah it was that crazy that, parliament, was yeah. parliament wow uh-huh. yeah. so anyways moving on uh, so much has changed then. <laughs> uh, so much has changed exactly yeah. So up from holy cows, we are down to piddies. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, so, so th- th- those, those uh, that that was the uh, thing. So, coming to the news of the week, I think uh, Gujarat elections have been in the news. So, we've been talking about this for uh, a decent time, but I wanted to know your initial views about Gujarat and Himachal Nupur. What do you think is happening? Um, I think Himachal will be easier for BJP to win. But uh, in Gujarat, considering their margin has been reducing, mm. it probably won't be a complete sweep. It's not, I don't think they'll end up getting 140, 145, 150. Mm-hmm. But uh, they will retain power, but at a probably lower margin, maybe 120, 125. Mm. Uh, that's my assessment because they have about 20 years of anti incumbency. Mm. And even with the whole. Uh, 
your Gujarat being a BJP bastion. Twenty years is a very, very long time. It is. It is. It is. I was just telling Adit. I said there's a whole generation in Gujarat that has never seen anything but BJP rule. And to which I corrected Suranda. Yes, there is a generation in Gujarat, but in my constituency, there are two generations who have never seen non-Congress because our constituency Ellis has voted. Ellis Bridge has voted non-Congress for the last forty years. Yeah. Yes, I saw that conversation. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but I, I think it will still be a. Uh, it won't be as easy for BJP. They win, but the margin I think won't be as huge. No, as, I, I uh, personally you know. think. I mean, I think one twenty, one thirty. They would be very happy because my assessment is probably around one o five. So uh, between yeah. 100 to 105 because there there are some battleground seats where they are doing not not so well. But then again, there is a whole month to go for campaigning, and a lot could change since then. Rahul Gandhi could come and open his mouth. So I mean, anything can happen. <laughs> But you know, with uh, Gujarat, I think the younger population mm-hmm. hasn't really seen what Gujarat was before there was a BJP yeah. uh, rule. Yeah, so they don't have a sense of comparison. So they don't have that 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 card will not really work with the younger population. Do you think that's true? I mean, considering you know Gujarat, because I think the younger population doesn't really remember or doesn't really know what Congress was like, the riots and. No, yeah, absolutely. The younger population, the younger population had. I mean, if you go to a, a Gujarati and ask him who Chiman Bai Patel and Madhusi Solanki were, the last the last. popular cms of gujarat they probably won't know uh, they might not even know much about shankar singh waghela actually mm. so um, th- th- that that probably will will not work but the problem is the contemporary congress that is from 2004 to 2014 they have such a bad image on the psyche of the youth that and rahul gandhi is a kind of a uh, i don't know uh, uh, represents the same same thing going over again and what they have done is the congress leadership in gujarat it's the same leadership that we've been seeing for the last 15 years so even the youngsters have seen the same faces again and again yeah. so so My- unless and until they come up with a young face Mm. Or a unknown face that can that is a actual chief ministerial face. They are not going to win the urban Gujarat or the youth vote. You're talking about But, um, Congress. Know, yeah. What's funniest in their campaigning is that Gujarat is probably considered one of the most business-oriented states. Yes. Uh, as its people are considered one of the most business-oriented people. And he goes to Gujarat, and in his speeches, he's trying to be uh, somewhat of a socialist. Mm. You know. <laughs> इतने पैसे ताता नानो को दे दिए इतने पैसे इसको दे दिए वो पैसे आपको दे सकते थे एंड थिंग्स लाइक दैट सो आई थिंक देयर इंटायर बेसिस ऑफ कैंपेनिंग इज सो स्क्यूड इट इज बिकॉज़ आर गोइंग टू अ स्टेट व्हिच इज सो बिजनेस ओरिएंटेड एंड ट्राइंग टू ट्रैश द प्रोग्रेस ऑफ यू नो दीस बिजनेसेस दैट हैव बेसिकली चेंज द फेस ऑफ गुजरात आई हैव अ डिफरेंट टेक ऑन दैट जस्ट वन थिंग बिफोर यू कम टू अनदर बिकॉज़ दिस इज एन इंटरेस्टिंग पॉइंट बिकॉज़ रोटी कपड़ा मकान कुड रोटी कुड बी एन इशू कपड़ा दे कुड बी एन इशू बट बिजली एंड सड़क आर नॉट इश्यूज इन गुजरात everybody has electricity yeah. everybody has roads mm. so you know rahul gandhi to come and say main aapko bijli dunga i mean he has not said it but what i'm saying is if he says that he is going it to do things work. like it won't work yeah. you have to say how are you going to improve governance yeah. how and he doesn't have any idea of how to improve governance i want to come in here so while we um, there is consensus that um, bjp will win and that's what i feel too i think they will um, comfortably win but what i think and what is my advice for bjp at this point is, is that there is discontent um you know 
on the ground in Gujarat as well over GST. It may be temporary. It may be temp. It, it may be fueled by temporary inconvenience that G- GST has led to. But there is some amount of discontent. What I would recommend and what I would advise BJP to do is listen. You know you're going to win. Work hard for your win. That's fine. But listen to those voices as well because those are traditional BJP voters. Listen to those voices. See what they are saying. Try to fix that before 2019. Yes. This would be a good way for you to fix. You will win this. But find out what is what is bothering people there. Because this could be a microcosm for the larger picture. Find out what is bothering small traders. Find out what is bothering small uh, people who have not been able to figure out GST still. Find out those things and implement those things. You still have about a year and a half. So whatever it is, go down on the roads and speak to people, get the feedback and implement it. That is what Gujarat election should be used Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Winning and losing is not an issue here. It is, are you going to get the feedback and are you going to implement it? That should what that is what I should do. And and I, I think luckily for them they also have the two thousand eighteen budget. Even though GST is not really dependent on the budget, mm. the two thousand eighteen budget is one year that they can actually win back the middle class and win back the trader community if they give them what they you know what they're looking for yes. or what they expected. That's exactly why GST came at a time in jail. Party like BJP, right? No, absolutely. And I have been saying, and and this is this is I agree with this, Suranda. I have been saying, I've been wanting similar things that they should reach out, have GST workshops, talk to people that what what we've done, why we've done, and say if they have messed up. Yes, we messed up, but this is the solution. This is the fix. In one of the op-eds in mind, sorry, I have to shamelessly plug mind here. Uh, of course, you um, have to. <laughs> Dr. Mukul Asher has Dr. Mukul Asher, who is um, our advisor, but he's also advisor to Haryana government. Yeah. He has given a very good advice on creating uh, GRU. He calls them GST research units, GRU. Mm -hmm. And he's given advice on how these research units can help uh, in real time. Mm -hmm. So um, I would recommend people to read that um, op-ed. It's it's very significant. And this this comes from someone who who supports GST. So it's instructive to read this. Mm -hmm. But you know, Sananda, this actually is a great idea. And I hope... Uh, BJP actually reached it and implemented it because it does need some sort of, uh, you know, they need to reach out to people and explain to them the reasons behind their HP implementation. But also, I think BJP knows that um, even if people are not really happy with GSP, they are not going to trust Rahul Gandhi when he goes and says that after the cut of GSP, we will fix it when we come back to power. I think BJP knows that. That the middle class traditionally, we uh, even if they're not really happy with certain economic measures of the BJP, in the end, we're still going to go vote for them. So I think politically, they are in a very comfortable position to take this up, even if uh, you know they take it up after the Gujarat election. Yeah, but, but the, I don't I, think it's going to be a problem. No, and also I think Rahul Gandhi doesn't have a solution. But where I do think it might be a problem for BJP, and they have to be careful, is they have two very significant elections coming up in one and a half year in Rajasthan in Madhya Pradesh, where there are two faces who can take on the incumbents very quite well. 
and uh, they are not as discredited as Rahul Gandhi and are quote unquote untested in the state politics. Mm-hmm. They've been MPs, Jyotiraditya and Sachin Pilot. So they 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 better be careful in those states that this might not backfire, so okay. to speak. That's that's. Rajasthan is actually one state where uh, it has become increasingly difficult for BJP to hold on because yeah. uh, I am from Jaipur, like my in-laws are from Jaipur. Oh, okay. And even though there is a in, you know, huge support base for Prime Minister Modi, hmm. but Vasundhara Raje is increasingly a little um, unpopular from what I gathered. I could be wrong, hmm. but I think it will be difficult for BJP to hold on to power hmm. uh, in Rajasthan if they don't start working from now and hmm. trying to fix whatever it is that's bothering people. And it's very interesting because Rajasthan in the last 20 odd years uh, has always had a swing uh, swing door, you know, like Tamil Nadu, uh, going and coming, except for when th- the last time was a uh, uh, thing. But uh, last time was an anomaly, but now Tamil Nadu, AADM came a swing politics, chal rahi hai. <laughs> they are all, so that is a separate issue. Yeah, but but, uh, uh, but very been, interesting yeah. point about Rajasthan, because that's what I have also been hearing. Uh, not particularly, I haven't heard much about Vasundra's popularity, so to speak, but because the kind of mandate that BJP got, they got 160 seats. That's a huge mandate uh, in Rajasthan. So, and all 25. All 25. Yeah. So, the the only other major state to give all seats to BJP after Gujarat was, no, no, after Gujarat was just a complete sweep. Uh Uttar Pradesh, you still had uh, 73 out of 80. Yeah. But uh, Gujarat and Rajasthan, you had 26 and 25. Yeah. Complete sweep. Yeah. So, I don't think they can come back to power in Gujarat on PM Modi's name alone. No, I agree. He's I, very strong state uh, leadership. No, and it it may work this time, but it is not going to work uh, completely. And I don't think it's going to work on in every constituency. I mean, overall, of course, uh, uh, PM Modi's popularity is there, and he's going to get you votes. But the people do know whom they are voting for in the state election, and uh, that's what I was telling a lot of people that it's not like they are voting for a Congress chief ministerial candidate so if there is a congress MLA that people like and a BJP MLA that has not done work he does tend to lose in spite of a pro uh, I wouldn't say wave but pro Pro sentiment against uh, Modi or for Modi so So see in a democracy another point I think BJP also knows that they are not going to sweep states like Rajasthan like they did the last time Hmm. which is why they will compensate with other states which have relatively been untouched, yeah. like West Bengal. Yeah. Uh, Mukul Roy is joining BJP. I know there is a lot of questions as to has Mukul Roy now been washed off his sins. But I personally feel that for West Bengal, this is a stroke which is going to go a long way. Absolutely. Because on ground, Mukul, uh, Mukul Roy has been the backbone of TMC. Yes. And once that is broken, I think BJP has huge inroads that it can make in West Bengal. Yeah. So they'll compensate in terms of seats for 2019. If they lose some in perhaps Rajasthan or some other state, they're looking for other states where they can compensate those seats. Uh, another interesting point is where they have uh, been doing, uh, where they've been gaining popularity is Maharashtra. Like uh, some of the elections that the Fadnavis government is being uh, uh, winning are, have been significant. Now, Shiv Sena has Sena praised Rahul Gandhi? Yeah, Sena has actually said, No, I no, they've not. You don't understand. Uh, they are always go- Congress. They're going, they're going home back, home. back to it's back. Haan, ke but um, that's not the problem. Also, I think the quid pro quo deal might be Sanjay Jha uh, in, 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 in so expressing solidarity with one Sanjay, Sanjay Raut. 
the other sanjay sanjay may have to say aditya thakre is a good cm face <laughs> so i mean who knows we will have two rahul gandhis to work with yeah. them those are spent forces i'm not uh, those these are spent forces i don't worry about that mm-hmm. but in a democracy you know don't don't ever forget that rajiv gandhi came with the tremendous mandate india has not mm. seen a mandate like that mm. of course you know beforeforce followed and complete misgovernance followed but in a span of 5 years look where he went mm. so mm. um uh, you know it is it is you know in democracy you should never take anything for granted no absolutely yeah, anything absolutely. so you always have to be on your toes you always have to be um smart you always have to know that uh, you know wherever you need to um, do real politic you need to do real politic which was uh, mukul roy's uh, inclusion that is that was needed for west bengal you know somebody could question that why did you get himanta biswa sarma from assam because at that time if you remember i don't know how many people remember I when do. he was in congress mm-hmm. there were a lot of allegations. Court allegations against him yeah and yeah. then he um, came to bjp and look at what an asset he has been i mean I have always been saying that the next he he is Kiran Rajuju and Hemanta Biswa Sharma and and they have age Smriti, on their side they have age on their side Smriti this is the next rung of leaders and they are doing phenomenally well one after one Actually, BJP is making Actually I forget Yogi Adityanath who's okay. been a huge crowd puller in Himachal Absolutely he absolutely also has age on his side and he connects with uh the people on a very very basic and a very different level yes uh, not not just the people i think even with the karyakartas mm-hmm. very interesting so it's so, so an yeah. interesting point uh, on that so so that that's the electoral uh, reality of india right now uh, moving on to the cinematic reality in the next part of the discussion the concluding part and then we'll end with our recommendations so uh, i was talking to uh, sunanda and napur actually uh, just about um, the thing just before we were recording the podcast kevin spacey one of our most favorite actors his uh, thing his contract was terminated by netflix or something yes. like that yes house of cards has also <clears> been um, put on halt or i mean i don't know if it's terminated for sure now and what is the situation basically uh, anthony nap an actor made an allegation that when he was 14 he was sexually uh, molested. molested by Kevin Spacey uh, in a, at a party and something and Kevin Spacey posted a tweet like a statement so to speak saying that uh, he doesn't remember because he was drunk but he apologizes for it and then weirdly enough he wrote a message and not weirdly enough because i don't know why he had to do it in the same apology he said he's he's had relationships with men and women and is coming out with as gay fair enough that's his sexual orientation But you whatever the two. yes you cannot conflate the two he could have just said it in a separate tweet that you know um, coming out you know it was But he didn't or, say that at all he did not have to say that at all he could say that next week or he could have said that before the yeah. gay yeah. or otherwise yeah. is not of consequence at all and by doing that he's actually done a great disservice to his own absolutely uh, i don't know nupur why humanity. this allegation this should have triggered yeah. why should this allegation have triggered coming out is it something like to say that uh, if you're a gay you um, you know molestation is something yeah, that's no, natural no, 
actually somebody uh, somebody told this on I don't remember the exact tweet but he said that Kevin Spacey has done what was something unimaginable chosen the worst time to come out yeah. because it was always said that if you have a certain uh, if you are gay or lesbian it's not like okay if when it's when you have to come out you come out but doing this in the same time that was shocking he also so, sort of made it sound as if it was a choice yeah um all the gay movement the entire gay movement is about and, and, that this is not a choice and not just that since a lot of staffers of house of cards have come out with allegations, allegations. against kevin spacey okay. yeah, yeah, yeah so this is going the weinstein no, way what was most unfortunate is i don't remember who this was but somebody just put out a i think it was a seven or eight second clip Hmm. I think it was from South Park where there was this child running out saying that uh, I'll just escape from Kevin Spacey's basement. Really? Hmm. And this was re- yeah, and this was really old. Uh, it was an old clip. It wasn't something very recent. And he used that clip to say that it's not something new. Yeah. So people knew that Kevin Spacey was probably knew that Kevin Spacey yeah. was doing this, and they chose to keep quiet. through the years and it's only come out now yeah so i mean i i don't know much about the spacey thing except for what's out in the media but the harvey weinstein thing a lot of people have said that it was known fact or something but but you also have to i won't use the word admire but say the way in which a lot of these production houses have taken action for shows and stuff like that let me ask you this is a hypothetical question mm. should something like this happen in india where some some things happen and allegations come out tumble out do you think you would see the same thing look a uh, i don't admire these guys because i refuse to believe that they did know yeah you, no no yeah, yeah that's you're right so Ad- admire is the wrong word to use now the people know Correct. they need to rectify a historic Correct. wrong which is why they are taking this decision so i think it's actually an insult to all those victims that they are taking a decision only when people have found out I, yeah, stand corrected. I, I think you're right. Admire is the wrong word. Probably you would say that it, they were required, almost or forced. Mm-hmm. Their hand was forced. Yeah, they were this. forced. Yeah. See, I don't think we will see that in India, hmm. unfortunately, hmm. because uh, you know there is this uh, person called Mr. Swami Vipta. He wrote this blog about a lot of people talking about some producer in Bollywood. Hmm. Uh, who is uh, you know uh, comparable to what's happening in the west oh. who has done stuff which is comparable to what's happening in the west but none of these actors and actresses are coming out with his name and that's the and uh, in in his article he urged the bollywood community to please come forward and name him even if it's anonymously please name him mm. and give you you know give him his experiences so that he could write about it and talk about it mm. So in India, it becomes very difficult uh, for such things to come out. A, mm. B, we saw Jaya Sarkar. I think her name was Jaya Sarkar. Put yes. out a list of uh, professors, etc., who were, uh, had allegations uh, against them, mm. and they were mostly leftist professors. Mm. And uh, nothing came of it. 
आइडियोलॉजी प्रेम शंकर झा दिबरल लेफ्ट लव ही रोट I what I thought was the most pathetic piece in the defense of RK Pachauri. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean they can they can do things like that. They don't talk about their own. Yeah. Which by the way Prem Shankar Jha I think was in, uh, was involved in Tehelka also as an editorial capacity or something if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And is with um the extreme with... leftist rag called Virals. Are bhai. Yeah. So um, I you know I don't I don't take these people seriously. I don't think I think they are an impediment to feminist goals actually. That's what they are. They it's because of them a lot of success that should have come to feminist movement has not come that's what they i always say this and i have i never get tired of saying this they do you know sanana they do two things they either pull down women who are not who are inconvenient to their political cause yeah or they box themselves and others in this you know little janana dappa yeah yeah but you know We are women. How can you speak to us like that? How can you do that to us? And how can you not take us seriously, even if we are talking rubbish? Yeah. And then in the same, they talk about feminism. Mm-hmm. So the whole foundation of their feminism and their women's rights movement is so skewed. Mm. It's I mean, not just it talk about women's rights at all. It mm. talks about privilege. Yeah. No, their their feminism is really self-preservation, and I I don't take it seriously. I like I don't take their liberalism seriously. I don't take their feminism seriously. These are just the labels that they have hijacked. Absolutely, we need to come up with so, our own labels. Uh, so, uh, moving on uh, on the labels aspect to uh, uh, the lab- the new label maker in town, Kamal Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> He has made another label saying, "Bhai, Hindu terror to exist." But who does? Who takes Kamal Hassan, the politician, seriously? I don't understand why Tamil Nadu BJP has to take umbrage to this. 
I, I don't either. For the same reason why they took umbrage to that movie and made it in the controversy. Why the hell should a Marcel. movie bother them, Marcel? I mean, even if it's factually incorrect, write a movie or make a three-minute video, yeah. Yes, censor censorship. It became a super duper hit, right? That's what I'm saying. You'll end up looking Thanks silly. Thanks to BJP. Thanks to BJP, and that's exactly what I've been saying about Padmavati. Also, I'm like, guys, the movie will get released no matter what you do. So, and it will get released. You are giving it free publicity, and it's going to become a super duper hit. Guess what happens? Sanjeeva Bansali is the only one who laughs to the bank. So, the better way is come up with a narrative, come up with thing, and now we have the platforms. This is not what it was three, four years ago yes. when you know we used to say. that oh we don't have the platform nobody listens to us now we have the platforms now we have the voices let's use those let's yeah, spread if it needs to pick its battles a little more wisely wisely yeah pick i think it's a very battle. unwise battle and yeah. padmavati while i agree i took offense to the whole uh, linking i mean when i thought there was linking between padmavati and khilji yeah. i took offense to it too but a either you let the people protest on their own yeah if they find it offensive Let the people protest on their own. You don't have to get no, involved. No, political not parties don't have to. See, we cannot. Not everything needs political involvement. Right. See, if Sanjay Leela Bansali has. If Sanjay Leela Bansali has freedom of expression, so does somebody living in Jodhpur have freedom of expression. He does not want to watch the movie; he wants to protest. He has freedom exactly. of expression. I don't know why the why BJP or any other political party has to uh, get involved with this because that just tells me that you are just picking up very wrong battles. Absolutely, and wrong battles, and it becomes stupid battles. They become stupid this, battles. Uh, oh, this, this. I think a couple of days ago there was this news of another uh, lobbyist. He was probably as or more powerful than Nia Radia. Yes, it was an mm-hmm. op India. Yes, yes, op India had a piece on that. U- yeah, this was from the UPA era, and this issue they didn't pick up, and yeah. they pick up a Marcel or a Kamal Hassan, and mm-hmm. they run with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Kamal Hassan will want to say, as stupid as it is, and as ridiculous as the term is, uh, the the reason why he's saying is is difficult to to get his foothold in the left of center narrative and be a darling of the so called uh, the leftist media no, establishment. Adi, Adi, tell me, tell me, this is if Kamal Hassan wanted to get a pan India coverage. Hmm. What better than this? Absolutely. Look at this. Everyone was talking about this. In one day, he got one full day's worth mm. of coverage. What did Swami call him? Um, something, some idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I think BJP needs to understand that they don't need to interrupt their enemies when yeah. they're making a mistake. I think yes. Swami has. Uh, Swami. Let them make their mistakes in peace. Uh, yes. Swami has very interesting responses on Kamal Hasan and Rajnikanth. Watch them. But, but no, I I really think the Padmavati battle is not a battle worth fighting because what are you going to do if he puts a disclaimer in the front that every before the movie that everything in this is a fiction? No, you know, one one person is very offended. Kamal Hasan's full coverage. One actor. बहुत ही अफेंड हो गया शत्रुघ्न सिन्हा ही इज लाइक ये बंदे ने एक टर्म में इतना कर दिया मैं तो रोज बोलता हूं मतलब वो तो बेचारा मतलब ही आउटरेजेस एंड देन इन द एंड आफ्टर अ वीक नो वन नोटिसेस ही सेस आई एम स्टिल प्रेइंग फॉर बीजेपीज विन जय बीजेपी सो एंड देन आल्सो नो वन नोटिसेस सो आई मीन यू सी द डिफरेंस यू नो शत्रुघ्न सिन्हा इवन दो ही कीप्स मेकिंग दीस एसिनाइन स्टेटमेंट्स ओवर एंड ओवर एंड ओवर अगेन बीजेपी डजंट यू नो Uh, respond to him. BJP doesn't take him seriously. Yeah. Hence, his statements fail to make exactly, exactly. And even BJP started taking Kamal Hassan seriously, and his stupid statements seriously. 
he started you know becoming the talk of the town yeah exactly so, so it is bjp which is helping uh, the opposition come up with these uh, you know new uh, uh, controversial figures yeah. So from Kamal Hassan to um, Sanjay Leela Bansali, they are helping everyone now. No, because what would Sanjay Leela Bansali love right now to have this kind of controversy so that the other side also gets oh whether we like it or not we are going to watch this movie just because you guys yeah. are doing this. So otherwise the film will die on its own. I mean I have seen this happen. I have seen this happen with you have seen Adit how much I have agonized over Heather. Yeah. I yeah. agonized over it for days and days and days. I wrote a piece about it, which went viral because at that time, we, you know, our um, platforms had still not um, none of our platforms were around, um, uh, you know. But but I still wrote for it in mainstream media. It got you know it got the attention. I had so many people come out and tell me that yes, we agree with what you are saying. This is not the entire story of Kashmir. So I think if one person can do this, if now that we have moved so much. from there i don't think banning and all that it's just bringing a bad name to you mm. and nothing else and no, you're not I, I, and, you're getting exhausted no, in no, i have to add a lot of people had started a boycott heather movement mm. at that time and boycotting a film or not boycotting is your personal choice and it's a it's, yeah. it's, it's a valid it's, it's a, a valid form of choice right so if you want to watch it or if you want to um, you know do what i have actually been giving subtle hints so that somebody could read me i mean if People want to boycott. Please boycott. Nobody needs to tell you. It's a legitimate um, tool of protest. But I don't know why the spokesperson of BJP have to come on. You know the problem becomes when people on their own start boycotting a movie, and the moment there is a political party, any political party that gets involved, there is bound to be a section of that population that's going to say that oh, it's become political now, so I'm going to shut up about it. Right. Exactly. So right. the the conversation around it, the people led conversation around it, slowly dies no, as and, the political and, and, and aspect takes predominance. Uh-huh. And After which it it just gives the party itself a bad name. Especially if they're going for banning the movie or uh, you know questioning it, it's not required at all. When people are doing it for you, in a sense they're doing you know they're doing it for themselves, but it's uh, you know benefiting your narrative. Shut up and let people do it. No, and I think also the narrative wasn't really about as much about Rani Padmavati as it was about the portrayal of Khilji in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was the major. concern and khilji should have been the conversation that this is what did and if say bjp uh, went out and actually had a chapter of you know that this is the history of khilji in the history book sure why not you yeah. know but don't do this but these are the these are battles that political parties don't fight they How, outsource acha, one thing i have to yeah. compliment the hrd ministry or or ichr for doing this is they are shutting down projects of some of the leftist historians that have been going on since 1990 and not produced anything worthwhile matlab ek project tha apne the great irfan habib he has produced one volume in more than 20 odd years Uh, wow. And same with Bipin Chandra. I mean, he passed away, but so that's one good thing they're doing. I mean, these they're just bleeding cash, and they're useless yeah. projects if they are not. No one's working on them. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be use useful if someone's working on it, but if no one's working, you know, working. the battle I would really like BJP to pick up is about the textbooks. Exactly. Even yesterday, a friend of mine sent me. Um, 
screenshots from Pune. She is in Pune and her daughter is in sixth grade or fifth grade, I think. And they still are reading about Aryan invasion and um, caste system oh and everything. This is in Pune. In she even gave me the name of the school and thing, and she was telling me, um, you know, if I could do something about it. So um, those are the real battles you need to fight. Don't fight. Don't make Sanjay Leela Bansali rich. And like he, said, he has and things like RT. Yeah. In fact, uh, my uh, relative, uh, she's a, a young girl, she's 14, 15 years old, and she was given a school project that what would you, how would you inspire your troops if you were Ghazni? Oh my god. And uh, she came to me with that project and I was absolutely flabbergasted. I said, you know, you might as well get a zero because I'm not helping you doing this nonsense. Yeah. Goodness. So goodness. she said, no, no, please help me, please help me. So I ended up uh, actually putting her some, uh, you know, historical facts into that speech that, you know, we need to plunder the temples and this and that. And she actually ended up getting a 4 on 10 or a 5 on 10 or something because according to the professor, according to the teacher, it wasn't uh, it wasn't about Ghazni, um, you know, encouraging his troops, but it became more like a historical uh, yeah. speech. Mm, so this, this is the kind of indoctrination that our children yeah. are going through in Europe. Every single day. Uh, this is what you're right. This is the battle that they need to this fight. This is the battle that they need this, to fight. Yeah, they don't need to fight a battle versus Bollywood and make them rich. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we discussed on a variety of issues. Now we are coming to the point, uh, the end of the podcast, where we do go for recommendations. So, uh, Nupur, your recommendation this week? Okay, a little disclaimer. I am really bad at this, mm -hmm. uh, uh, but I'm going to try. So there is this book called Sybil, S-Y-B-I-L, mm -hmm. and um, it's an extremely disturbing book, but it's a true account of a girl who had a multiple personality disorder, mm -hmm. and she was the first recorded case of multiple personality disorder. And the book is actually about her treatment and how the doctor uh, tried to uh, rationalize all her personalities. So it's a very interesting book. It's slightly disturbing. But I wouldn't be unsettled, Daisy, if I gave uh, if I didn't give a very disturbing recommendation. So my recommendation is civil. Okay. Oh, beautiful thank beautiful. you uh, I'll read it I'll definitely read it um, my recommendation this week because um, uh, October 31st was Sardar Vallabhai Patel and for everyone who has not listened to Sunanda's address on Sardar Patel please do right now it's fantastic <laughs> thank you thank you Thank you. Um, so, yeah, if if you um, one recommendation I have for this day is because it was October 31st. A lot of people I still feel haven't read as much as they should about this man who made us in one India. I mean, who really welded us as a nation. So uh, the finest biographies of Patel is by Rajmohan Gandhi. Gandhi's great grandson, actually. Um, and he has written Patel, A Life. It is available on Amazon. It's available everywhere. It's a, uh, you know, he has put together a lot of from his correspondence, from his books, from Manibain's mm. writings. It's a phenomenal 
phenomenal insight into the Iron Man of India. I would highly recommend people to get this Patel Alive by Raj Mohan Gandhi. Interesting. Fun fact: uh, in our in my English class, uh, we uh, there was a, a chapter on Patel Alive called Patel and Nehru, mm. and we had to study that. It was an excerpt of the the book. From very, this book? From this book, yes. By Raj Mohan Gandhi. Yeah. I am impressed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, what uh-huh. do you think? Gujarat board ka mante kya ho? Hamare the author. The authors we read were Rajmohan Gandhi, Mulkaraj Anand, uh, Bisham Sahani, all of those. Wow, I was in CBSE board, man. I had nothing like that. Uh, my my our our our, our, our uh, instructor, English teacher, was phenomenal, and we would so we would read all this. So no, I, I, I had I was in CBSE. All I was reading was William Wordsworth and um, uh, Blake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, was I was in ICSE, so it was you know equally. Uh, you know what Tanda is saying is it actually resonates. We didn't read these. We didn't read and, and that I, and that's what I love. Like I was in tenth grade and stuff, and you had Mulkaraj Anand's stories and stuff. The only uh, so it was all Indian authors and yeah. stuff, which was always interesting. I thought. Yeah. So, anyways, my my recommendation is going to be um uh, uh it's a video actually by John John Oliver about he talks about floods and what Houston uh, went through and uh, how it can be prevented and how you know the the cycle of this goes on. And since there have been a spate of natural tragedies around the world uh you know i that's a very fascinating chennai video. is actually dealing with um water exactly. crisis right now i mean not cri- in crisis well, yeah but- Uh, floods right floods now. right now yeah. yeah and and they just dealt with it not too long ago too long ago so um that's my recommendation this week uh, yeah. apart from uh, um, uh, your nupurs and sunandas but that brings us to the end of the podcast uh, it was great having you nupur we covered a lot Thank of you topics so much for and thanks for joining um, for all uh, our folks we'll be back next week with more on mind podcast till then from nupur sunanda and me uh, good night and we'll see you guys oh and before we end uh, since we are in houston a shout out to the houston astros yes. who did a phenomenal job and won the world series in baseball and uh, I, i was at the astros parade a lot of people great fun so i had to have the shout out for the city <laughs> so in any um, all right we'll see you guys next week till then it's goodbye